Hello and welcome to Don't Shoot the Deputies, a podcast run by two deputy heads living on opposite sides of the country. Steve, as we record this episode, we're entering the final week of one of the most challenging half terms probably ever experienced in schools. It's February 2021. Summarise for me, Steve, some of the main challenges that teachers and wider school communities have dealt with during this time. Hi, Russell, and hi, everyone that's listening. Indeed, it has been an extremely challenging term. We faced a lot of challenges, none more so than the old remote learning. Uh, The new platform, I feel with this lockdown, we've really noticed that every piece of home learning and remote learning has been enhanced to a certain degree, which means it's taken its toll on teaching staff because we've really had to reinvigorate remote learning and set the bar at a higher standard to ensure that there's maximised engagement. And that in itself is an extremely important challenge to overcome. When we look at different groups of children we're working with and how we can support them, whether it be via technology, some families prefer paper copies, for example. It all leads to a challenge around how we can ensure our children are engaged in the home learning and how as a staff we all come together to ensure that we're supporting children in their engagement. That then in turn has an impact on our work-life balance. And I've spoken to many a teacher who, when they are working remotely with the children online, there's this sense of there's non-stop. You you don't have a break. You don't have a lunch break. You're always glued to Google Classrooms or Teams, whatever platform you're using, because you need to be there for the children. And I've spoken to NQTs through to really experienced teachers who are all rather nervous in this phase, knowing how to support the children because they don't want to miss a moment a child asks for help. And therefore, your day is incredibly long. And then you have to go into this building on certain days and it just all adds up and can create a really, really stressful work-life balance, Uh, let alone the fact that when you're working remotely, you're working in isolation. That can be any level of staff, whether it's support staff, teachers or leadership. There's that sense of community that we're really missing within the building and you can only go in and see certain people like in my own school we're rotored on so I I see the same faces over a constant rotor but you really miss the interactions you have with everyone else so incredible challenges through this time. Mm. And it's no wonder that so many people in the profession will be feeling flat, tired, mentally exhausted. We can Mm. completely understand that. And sort of coming from it as a deputy head, Steve, uh, what have you found toughest personally? Yeah, really good question, because as a leader, you still miss everything that I've said. You miss the the interaction with your leadership team, you miss your interaction with the staff (laughs) and even holding an SLT by Zoom or whatever it is. They're great and you can get the job done, but actually you can't beat that interaction people to people um, face to face because there's that sense of really coming together. And whilst I would say that a positive has been that I felt in my own school that we've really grown as like a family because we're all working on something completely new together and there's no level of expertise there to take the lead. We're all learning together the challenges that come along with it. And I certainly felt a sense of accountability because we have to outperform the previous lockdown. We've had more time and more experience in lockdown since the first one, but actually there's still that dreaded guilt of, are we setting enough work for the children? We have the whole debate over live lessons and pre-recorded lessons. There's just an incredible amount of plates to spin at the same time. 
<laughs> in addition to the normal day job. I don't know about you, Russell, but we found that a real challenge because I am always really conscious of the work-life balance of my staff. They are working so hard and I do feel guilty whenever I, I have to suggest something that could add to the workload. So we're looking at what you can reduce to then bring a new initiative in. And I must say that the engagement register that was released on our Facebook group, I was so relieved that it went down so well with the staff, but also I could see where it come from and the benefits of it. And it's so quick and effective that it also felt rather joyful to share it with the staff because you knew it'd save time in the long run. How have you found it as a deputy, Russell? Yeah, I think the sense of responsibility about decision making um, has been quite tough at times. And the idea that I'm having to make decisions based on something that I, I have to admit I'm not an expert in yet. You know, I'm trying to be as evidence informed as I can and read up and look on Twitter and listen to the the things that are, are, are being shared out there. But we made a decision a week or so ago to tweak some of our provision. You know, we felt like it was a good time. This could be another month or so. Now's the time to tweak some things. And I knew that in the short term, in terms of that week, there was going to be additional workload for, for colleagues who were going to suddenly adapt to a new rhythm of working. And that feels really tough when, even though in my heart of hearts, I felt those decisions were right and were going to be better for the children and staff in the long run. I knew in the short term, I was asking, uh, I was asking for people to adapt to new ways of working when they were already really tired. So I find those kind of decisions really at times mentally sort of burdensome. But I think also for me, the isolation element, you know, I sit up in an office on my own and that's nice at times because I can crack on and get some really good things done that I perhaps wanted to do for a while. But equally, I'm, I'm a people person. I do like to interact with others and collaborate with people. So working in that way isn't very satisfying I miss that interaction with the children as well as as, as colleagues mm. and I think what you said about your senior team you're, you're right it's not the same doing a zoom meeting we've got used to it and I think we've become better at it but no you don't get that same sort of dynamic so it's not it's not been easy and uh, the thing I would say is that it, I think it's really easy to overlook just how much has been achieved this term Steve and you know I think people will be very glad that we're getting to the half term but we wanted this episode didn't we to be about pausing and recognizing some of the amazing things that have been happening and stopping to appreciate all those people that have been doing such a great job. Yeah, that's right. And I think there's no getting away from the fact that the school staff and school communities have really stepped up massively this half term. And I think that's what we wanted to acknowledge today. Uh, so we've got some personal thank yous to make as well as hearing from some of our listeners too. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get on to what's been happening in schools, we did want to stop and thank the community of educators online who have pulled together during this time. We really feel like our Facebook group, for example, has become a bit of a staff room, really, uh, at a time when most of us can't go and sit in the staff room. Or if we do have a room, we're, we're in there with one or two people. Uh, we've tried to cheer our own members up on the Make an Impact Education group and offer them resources where we can. But it's been great to see our colleagues doing that for one another, too. We've seen so much collaboration, generosity. And I think, you know, it's really easy to underestimate just how far that goes at the moment. So a big thank you to all of you who are engaging online and contributing to threads on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, offering advice and support, because I think it really is lifting um, other professionals at the moment. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Russell. As we've touched on as well, the isolation at the moment is horrible. But like you say, to know that you belong to an online community of teachers who are going through the same stuff really is assuring. Yeah, absolutely. 
And then, of course, there are the schools that we work in, Steve. And I wanted to start by thanking my colleagues at Willowbrook School in Exeter. You know, when I moved there a couple of years ago, what I was drawn to was a, a staff who I could tell were really motivated by something much deeper. They really understand that education is a game changer for the children in our community. So they give absolutely everything. But it's been no different with the remote education that does have a flip side in that caring so much is physically and mentally exhausting. So I just want to say to all my colleagues that what they've done is not only enough, but it's above and beyond. And I'm not just talking about the teachers. I'm talking about the TAs who have stepped up massively in our school and are at the front line of our provision. I'm also thinking of all the office staff who have had to solve new problems on a daily basis. And I'm grateful to our caretakers and our cleaners who work so hard to keep us safe. And of course, I want to thank my fellow leaders as well, who are always there beside me to help me solve problems and lift me when I'm having a bit of a wobble. Steve, it's times like this, you know, you really do realise how much schools rely on every person in the building. And I'm sure that's absolutely the same at Dartford Bridge. Couldn't say a truer word, actually. I am beyond proud of literally everybody who's in that building and not in that building. We've got some people who are shielding, they're working incredibly hard. And we've got people that are coming in day in day out to get the job done and do you know what it's so reflected in the confidence and the happiness that you see in the children whether they're in school or not we have people making daily phone calls to children you've got the work that's been set of such a high and engaging quality and honestly the creativity of our staff from early years all the way to year six it is so heartwarming to see because there's thought that goes into every piece of work that is delivered to these children. There's a purpose to it as well. And that can only come from working together as a proper unit. And our staff really do. Everyone is giving that little bit extra. And that goes such a long way that I'm beyond proud of everybody. And like you say, the site managers, the business manager, the office manager, the midday supervisors who are coming in to support every lunchtime as well. And Everyone's just making this whole environment feel like a real safety net for the children in these times of uncertainty during a pandemic. You know that the children that are coming in feel so secure and happy to be in the building. That's because our staff work so hard to make it natural for the children and the leadership help with this immensely. And I, I look at the inboxes of our phase leaders, our, our middle leaders and our SLT. You think Everyone is clearing it through just to, ensure that there's communication in these times of trouble parents if they've got any issues because they know they can contact us and we will work incredibly hard to get it done and our ict manager has been incredible throughout updating the website the facebook page just to ensure there's engagement there and you know what i can go on and on but all i can say is a massive thank you to every member of staff at dartford bridge because they have worked their socks off and they will continue to do so and then you know that when it goes back to normal and we're suddenly plumped right back into normal life as such, the energy levels will be zapped, but you won't be able to tell because they'll be determined to get it right for the children mm. again. That's beautiful, Steve. And we know that many of you listening might not be getting this kind of recognition and the recognition you truly deserve. So Steve and I just wanted to step in there and tell you how much of an enormous difference you do make to your schools and to the children. So thank you to every single one of you listening for your dedication, your hard work and your desire to do what's right for the children. You're all amazing. Yes. And that does bring us to our contributions for this episode, Russell. We've asked our Facebook group members and our Twitter followers for messages of thanks to their colleagues who've made a difference during this time. 
what you're about to hear are those lovely messages. When they started coming in, actually, we were really touched by the different stories of support and kindness shown during this time. We hope you enjoy these as much as we did. This is a heartfelt thank you to Kate. It all started with a huge leap of faith. Now we're working together and trying to help children and teachers be the best that they can be. You know when to challenge me, when to reassure me and when to just let me be. Thank you for being such an inspiration, for helping me to grow and for meeting me each day where I am. This is a big shout out to everyone at Croft Primary School. I'd like to start with Anne Maines, the head teacher, who looks after all of us and doesn't put any unnecessary pressure on us. Uh, my partner in crime, Zoe Gregory Spratt, who's an amazing senior leader. All our teachers and nursery staff, who day in, day out, just go on above and beyond for our children. RTAs, who are there on the front line every day, helping us deliver our quality lessons. Our office staff, who keep the school running. We would grind to a halt without Karen and Shirley and Sammy in the office. John Hall, my site manager, who is just amazing and can turn his hand to anything, including building award-winning gardens at Tatton. Our two cleaners, Alana and Janice, who keep us going and have keep the school safe. Our midday supervisors, who come in every day and look after our children. And Mandy in the kitchen with all her staff, who feed me quality meals on a regular basis. Thank you so much. Croft School is an amazing school because of each and every one of us. Thank you. Hi, my name's Naomi Cole and I'm a teacher in Year 4. And I want to thank my colleague Lisa Ashby, who works in Year 4 with me. She's just an amazing human being. I've got three kids and I have a bit of a rush in the morning and she gets in a bit earlier than me. So she always comes in, turns on my computer, opens my windows, um, turns all the lights on, gets me a cup of coffee... She just really looks after me and makes sure that my day starts really nicely. And we have wonderful walks at lunchtime. She's just always picking me up when I'm low and she's just a wonderful person. Thank you, Lisa. My name is Lisa Ashby and I want to say amazing thank you to my colleague, Naomi Cole. We've worked together for a few years now, although mostly apart. Occasionally we get to put in the same year group and I think she's deliberately been put in my year group this year just to raise me up and I get to raise her up. I do little things for her like putting her laptop on, making her a cup of coffee, opening her windows, opening her blinds, just checking in on her and making sure she's okay. I occasionally get the odd chocolate bar, the odd bunch of daffodils. Okay, She's amazing though. She, I don't know how she keeps going she's got three children herself she runs lots of singing groups i so miss her singing assemblies she is just the most amazing person and i don't know how she keeps going and i just want to say thank you for everything you do for me for the school for the children in your care i just think you're super you're the piglet to my poo Winnie the Pooh, that is, and we so miss hugging, okay? We are complete huggers, and this lockdown has been really, really tricky for us because we haven't been able to have a hug, and that hug each day that really helps us through the rest of the day. So thank you, Piglet. You are amazing. 
I'd like to say a really, really big thank you to Miss Emery and Mrs Hartshorn at Brookfield Junior Academy for keeping going in class and keeping all the year ones engaged and taking really good care of them. I can't thank you enough. Thanks for everything. My name's Ali Hall and I work at Eastover Primary School. I would like to nominate Chris Thorne, who is our Year 6 teacher and also has been in charge of all of the ICT equipment and training, really in the last kind of eight or nine months. He is, without a doubt, the calmest, kindest, most patient man I think I've ever, ever worked with. Um, he was my teaching partner a couple of years ago. He's also a really good friend of mine. I love the bones of him. He's going through a particularly tricky time personally at the moment with an illness uh, in his family and he is constantly on call for everybody with ICT requests. He's set up a helpline so that parents can email in with login difficulties and he's guiding some of our less experienced members of staff through some pretty tricky technology. And I just wanted to say that on behalf of all of our staff, we think he's amazing. We love you, Mr T. I don't want to thank a single colleague. I want to thank three of them, my lovely fellow Year 6 team, and that is Chris, Hazel and Emma. I think it's fair to say we had a rocky start to our Year 6 year anyway, and through all this, it's just made me realise just how valuable wonderful teammates really can be. We have cried together, been hysterical together, and more importantly, we've laughed together a lot. It's felt like sometimes just when we've got on top of what we're doing with online live teaching, pre-records, things on websites, something else has come along and kind of knocked us for six, but all the time we've kind of kept each other going and been there for each other and chipped each other along. And whether that is kind of snacks and treats and chocolates, we kind of got a lovely Monday lunch thing going on together. They've just been so amazing and supportive and we've been there for each other through the ups and downs of this crazy time we've been in and I can't thank them enough. Hi, my name's Drake and I would like to thank Reculver Church of England Primary School. I've started there in January in the start of the third national lockdown and they have literally bent over backwards to ensure that I achieve QTS and be the very best teacher I can be. I know that a lot of schools are under immense pressure at the moment in regards to making sure that children at home and at school are having the best learning experiences possible. And the fact that they can support me and another colleague to achieve QTS is very rewarding, very worthwhile. And I must admit, well, probably one of the best schools I've worked in in a long time. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to Reculver and to any primary school actually who is actually taking uh, teacher trainees in order to pass this year. So thank you. Hi, I'm Natalie Smith, a teacher at Springhead Park Primary School in North Fleet in Kent. I'd like to say a massive thank you to the staff that I work with. Our school only opened in September, so we had a lot of uncertainty at a time when we were trying to launch the school and create a brand new community. I would like to especially acknowledge the efforts from Wayne and Ellie, our head and deputy head, for leading us through this uncertain time. They've been amazing. I'd also like to say a huge thank you and well done to the teachers, learning support staff, office staff and everybody who's played their part. You've been an amazing gang to work with and I've had so much fun over the last few months. I can't wait for us to get back into school um, and have lots more fun together. Thanks, guys.